Hello, and welcome to episode 23 of the Twisted Stitches podcast. We're your hosts, Twee and Kimberly, and today we're recording on Saturday, August 22nd, 2015. Good, how are you? Pretty good. It is hot. It is hot. I think every time we record, we complain it's, it's, it's hot. hot. Yeah. <laughs> like those crazy people who always talk about the weather, but we don't really even have weather in, Cal- in North- Southern California, at least. Uh, oh, no. Wait till we go through, like, menopause or something. Yeah. It's going to be awful. But Kimberly loves weather. She I do love weather. the weather channel. I love the weather channel. So before I met Iron Muffin... And I was living alone in my little college room, right? I would, my, my, my whole um, schedule in the morning mm-hmm. would be, I'd wake up, because I'm a morning person, I'd wake up and I'd immediately put on the weather channel. Yes. And I would have, like, the weather for today. I, I went to college in Boston, so I would have the weather for today, and I'd have the national weather, so I knew where my parents were. And, you know, they have all these, like, shows. So I would literally watch the weather channel almost every day before I went to class. Oh so when I, when I married Iron Muffin... When we moved in together, I can't do that anymore because he's a night person. So he sleeps in in the morning. Right. So it's always been sort of sad for me when yeah. when I can't watch the weather channel. But so when he goes away and I'm at home, right. I put on the weather channel well, in the morning. Well, now you have a house, so you can just go out in the living room. And yeah, I could. I could. Yeah. But I liked watching it in my dorm room, you know, in my apartment because right. there's like one room. So I just mm-hmm. sit in bed and like watch the weather right. channel. I have, it's like A&E. Yeah. You know, it's just one of those like shows I mean, that historical I guess I don't know it's just I don't understand because storm watch I usually just look (laughs) out my window and try to guess what the weather's gonna be that's because I think you're from southern California no not well no I mean but like you're from California (laughs) I'm from California yeah and we've lived in southern California like now I don't have as much inkling to watch the weather channel Mm because I think every day is kind of just the same the same whereas when you go to college in Boston it can really fluctuate yeah it's like is it gonna snow today are you going to be in sleeting hail (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's true. For hours. I think I watched it more when I was in college because the weather changed so much. That makes sense. <clears throat> yeah, but it's fun. Anyway, so see, we've talked about the weather for a while now. Yeah, good weather. Yeah. Good weather talk. Good weather talk. Good weather talk, people. Yes. Pat yourselves on the Tell back. Tell us how the weather is where you are. <laughs> yeah, how is the weather by you? So I don't have to watch the weather channel today. I'd, I'd, be, I'd be interested. Um, <clears throat> actually, that would be interesting to me. Um, anyway. Especially we, internationally. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. Anyway, we were recording about a week early um, right now. We had we recorded last week, and um, now we're recording a week later because Kimberly uh, has some scheduling conflicts yeah. next weekend, and we won't be able to record, and instead of waiting you know, another two or three weeks before we had an episode, I figured we would try to record one this weekend, yeah. and then I would release it maybe a little bit later so that you know our schedule doesn't get too off. Yeah, there's a wedding, and then we have a bridal shower. And yes, there's like all bunch of stuff going on. So So we're kind of busy. Yeah, it has been really busy. So we thought we'd record now. So there's not a lot on the agenda, but it should be fun. This episode will probably be a little shorter, uh, which is probably okay for you guys. Sometimes they they run a little long, I feel. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, we just can't stop talking sometimes. Yeah, because even when we stop the podcast, we still talk. Like, right. like Twee doesn't just go home. No. <laughs> and if I sound a little weird, I don't know if you guys can tell, but I was sick a little last cold. week, so I can kind of tell in my head. But I, I can hear you. Can you? Okay. Yeah, I can hear so you. So that's 
Sadly, this is not my new sexy voice. It is just me getting over vocals. You shouldn't have said that. You should have said, I have a new sexy voice. I know. But then next Let's week... Let's talk about knitting. But yeah. next week would be gone. I want, like, Batman voice. Oh, I want Batman. Yeah, I like can Batman you do, voice. Can you do a Batman voice and talk about knitting? Wait, which, what are you knitting? Um, Say it in Batman voice. I'm knitting the modern baby planet. <laughs> That sounds. I don't know. That's pretty good, actually. I was just watching The Dark Knight like yesterday. He does sound like that. He kind of sounds like that. He's like, I don't even know what to say. Like knitting wise, like knit one, pearl one. (laughs) I'm using metallic tosh. (laughs) I'm not sure if that sounds like Batman or if it sounds like some sort of monster, like monster voice. But he sounds like that. It he sounds, does sound a little It's really deep and gravelly, and it's almost like he doesn't open his mouth very much. Yeah, it's like he's he's mumbling. Yeah. Well, you know, it's going to be interesting to see what that what Batman's voice is with Ben Affleck. Like, right. what kind of voice he's going to do. Because I'm just thinking, obviously, of the Christian Bale Batman right. voice. Right. It's hard, I think, to, to be the person to, you know, be Batman after a really iconic sort Batman, of run yeah. on it, you know yeah, what I mean? I'm totally. sure Christian Bale sort of felt the same way, or maybe not Christian Bale, but whoever did it after Michael Val Keaton. Kil- Val Kilmer yeah. did it after, before, I'm sorry, after, after Michael Keaton. Keaton. Yeah. And then George Clooney did it. I mean, let's be honest, Michael Keaton was like the an best. amazing Batman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was the best. Because I believed him as Batman and Bruce Wayne. Yes. Christian Bale, I really, really like, but I only believe him as Batman. I don't necessarily believe him as Bruce Wayne. Really? I kind of believe much. Him as, I kind of believe him as Bruce Wayne. I just don't think he's like eccentric enough in my mind. Like Bruce Wayne's really eccentric. Oh yeah, I guess like you know, and that has a lot to do with I think the directors as well. Like Christopher Nolan's an amazing director, and mm-hmm. don't get me wrong, the the trilogy is just phenomenal. Right, it's one of my favorite trilogies of all time. It's seriously just amazing. But there's something <laughs> like slightly, slightly like just charming and strange about the Tim Burton Batmans, you know? Right, like, right. Very stylistically, like, it speaks to my little gothic, goth girl heart. Right. Don't right? Tim Burton's so. gothic and strange. Yeah, yeah, so. I like that. I enjoy men who are strange. Yeah. 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 One day, someone will meet Iron Muffin, they'll be like, oh, yeah, he's a little strange. <laughs> he's funny. He's funny. I'm sorry, guys. Anyway. Anyway, whip it. Whip it. Let's get on to knitting. Uh, what are you What are you knitting? You're knitting something right this second, Kimberly. I am. I'm still working on the Modern Baby Blanket by Mason Dixon Knitting, and it's coming along really, really well. Yeah. I'm really proud of it. Um, sadly, I have not been watching a lot of television shows, oh. so there hasn't been a lot of knitting done okay. on it. Since last week. Since last week. But um, there's... A little bit of knitting that's going on today and tomorrow, maybe, because of um, car travel. I'm yeah. not driving or, I'm, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, hanging out with some friends and stuff. So I'm going to be able to maybe sit there and knit a little bit. Okay. Um, Iron Muffin actually commented on this blanket. Oh, really? So this is made by the, with the Madeline Tosh, mm-hmm. and it's the four um, the four colors that look like autumn, mm-hmm. in case you're catching up. That's it's, a DK, right? It's a DK, okay. yeah, Superwash. And, yeah, um, Iron Muffin was looking at it last night, and he's like... I really like this blanket. And usually we don't really agree on colors. My colors are are very um, different. I, I usually go for really neutral colors. Yeah, and then like I do like a bright color in mm-hmm. with it. So I'll do like gray, white, and like hot pink or something. Right. Like, or red. Right? Like, mm-hmm. I'm not like a super... You're like a pop of color person. Yeah, I'm a pop of color. And in fact, my wardrobe is really kind of like that too. Like, mm-hmm. I'll have like all black and then I'll have a red scarf or something like right. that. But this blanket, as you can see from the pictures, if you go on the blog, yeah. it's like really all color. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's all... it's And so it's sort of outside my, my comfort zone a little yeah. bit. Yeah. But yeah, Iron Muffin was like, no, I really like that. And I was like, really? Because <laughs> we just don't agree on this what stuff. What kind of colors does he like? So, 
You know, he just likes blue. <laughs> he's, he's, he's like a traditional boy. Yeah. He, he doesn't like color that black. much. Yeah, I mean, I got him a, I got him this red shirt with ninjas on it. Oh, yes. Um, and it's super cute, right? And I got it for him, and it's super, super cute. And he looked at it, and he was kind of like, uh, it's okay, it's cute, thanks. And he wasn't thrilled about it. And then he wore it, because I think it was too bright, even though it was cute. It was just bright red with black ninja, like, cartoon car. Mm-hmm. And then he wore it out, and people were like, oh, that's a really cool shirt. Oh, that's a really cool shirt. And then he was like... Oh, this is a really, really cool, cool shirt. shirt. And he yeah. wears it all the time now, right? But I think that's maybe the brightest thing he has in his wardrobe. He really isn't yeah, a, a bright, bright guy person. Either. Yeah, okay. so. Um, but yeah, I'm enjoying it. It's a very it. striking color combo. It is. It, it is very autumn It is very autumn and I like it because it's just all garter stitch, so it's mindless. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can tell, do it when we're podcasting. I can mm-hmm. do it when I'm watching TV. Yeah. Um, the only thing is that it's gotten quite big. Yeah, it's pretty big on your lap. So I'm really close to finishing it. I'm like 70% through, Ooh. and I'm really excited about that. But given all of the stuff that's happening in the next couple weeks um, I can't really travel with it you don't it. think it'll be yeah, I don't think it's travel big. friendly I think it's too big and I think it's actually kind of now because it's you know it's wool right. I think it's kind of heavy right, right so when it lays on my lap I'm actually getting hot right <laughs> so I don't think I'll be I think this will be on hiatus for a little bit okay so I'm gonna try to get as much done as I can okay in the next weekend okay well, it's um, looking good, though. Yeah, it's pretty big. Yeah. How about you? You're knitting something right now. Yeah, I'm knitting the same thing, too. Well, not the same thing as you, but the same thing as last week. And this is my Chevron uh, Baby Blanket by Space Trico. So pretty. Yeah, and this is in the Knit Picks Comfy, which is their cotton wool blend. Your sweatshirt's sweatshirt kind of... I mean, I'm wearing a sweatshirt that's actually kind of a matches one of the colors yeah. in Yeah. And um, I was about a quarter of the way through the last time. Yeah, you're talked. almost halfway. I feel like I'm about halfway now. Yeah. <clears throat> and, uh, I mean, the colors are... The colors are really nice. Mm-hmm. The person who first did this on Ravelry has good color sense because these colors are awesome. And um, some other people have commented on Instagram too, <laughs> being like, "Those colors are great." I know, I didn't, I didn't come up with this. So, uh, it's, yeah, this is a pretty easy. Don't blame me. <laughs> I just mean like I don't want to take credit for it because yeah. it's not me. Um, no, it's fabulous. And I'm really always excited when people come up with good color schemes because I'm not very good at it. Mm. Like I'm surprised this candidate, this one came, came out. out okay. But yeah, yeah like I never would have thought to put those four colors together. Yeah, it's kind of hard too because Nitpicks is only online. Yeah, and it's hard. You know, I think to pick colors online if you've never seen them. Mm-hmm. So I think this person just kind of took a chance and you know picked a bunch. And so you know that's the beauty of Ravelry too. You can see what things actually look like. Yeah, you know, people take real pictures. I know. You know. What did we do without Ravelry? I don't know. Ravelry is the best. Ravelry is awesome. Yes, I'm not gonna lie. I know. I hope it never ever goes away. Yeah, it's I would be really bummed if you know. Something happened to it 20 years from now. Like when the zombies take over? When the zombies take over and people have to go into hiding and they can't update Ravelry anymore. Hopefully there'll still be like an underground black, you know, like market Ravelry kind of thing. Maybe. If the zombies come, I don't know. I don't know if there'll be people to run the, uh, what's it called, like the internet uh, servers. Zombies need knitwear too, Twee. Do they, though? Well, I mean, I don't need to stay warm or cold. No, but I mean, I think they want to look stylish. Maybe. Maybe. They could be look stylish. They could be sort of those zombies that, um, like in Warm Bodies, which is a book, yeah. and a movie, yeah. where they're still kind of conscious, conscious yeah. have consciousness, you know? So I like it. Yeah, so this is what, yeah, that's pretty much what I've been working on. I have an FO, so, um, 
Now, are you making it bigger than the than the mm, pattern? I don't know. Or are you just going to... Because I actually think that this blanket is... It's not small. I think it's a perfect size for a baby blanket, but I've always wanted to keep going because it knits up so fast. Right. And if you have the extra yarn, it's kind of like... Oh, I know. I guess I'll just see how, how much yarn I have left when I'm <clears throat> done with the, the pattern, you know? Yeah. If I have a lot left, maybe. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to go too big because I feel like maybe the... Well, maybe I could. I don't know. Well, you know, the, when I think about... Actually, when I was thinking about my baby blanket when I was younger, my baby blanket was a full-size blanket. Oh, really? Yeah, it wasn't a crib-sized blanket. My mother bought me this, um, and I still have it. We still have it. It's, the, it's still my favorite blanket ever. Is it... And it's a very pretty... Do you have it here? Or? No, it's okay. back home. But it's this very pretty um, pink, mm-hmm. light pink, like almost whitish pink. And that might just be because... Oh, it's been washed so many times. Yeah, it's very worn. But um, it had a border of um, ribbon, Mm -hmm. of, like, pink ribbon with, like, tiny, tiny flowers. And then the middle had an embroidered kangaroo. Oh. But it was a full-sized blanket. And I remember, so I grew into it, right? So I was still running around with it when I was, like, seven. Like a twin size? Yeah, like a twin-sized blanket. And I was running around with it when I was seven. I remember that there's this little hole in it where my feet were. My feet had started, like, poking through. And then I would take it and flip it over and wear it as a cape. So even though it was upside down. So it was kind of nice that it was so big, right? Because I could wrap myself up in it, Mm -hmm. even when I was older. And I didn't just, like, grow out of it. Right, right. So now when I think about baby blankets, I always think, does it need to be crib size? I don't know. I really liked, but you know, I really like I to be I all have different purposes, so... Yeah. You know, and babies tend to have a lot of blankets. Yeah. And, I mean, I don't know. I guess some of them just won't hold up, you know? Right. Some of them won't hold up, like, ten years, you know? Right, like, right. After all that washing and stuff, so... Yeah, I don't know. We'll see how much yarn I have left over. I'm not really sure. Because I have, I think, two balls of each color, mm-hmm. except for one color, because I think there's only... You only use that at the beginning and the end. Yeah. yeah. And so... Yeah, I'll see how much I have. I wouldn't mind. I, I definitely don't like... I don't like having a ton of leftover yarn. Me neither. In projects. Me neither. I'd rather use all of it. Well, you know, possible. and I always feel like in, my intention is always, oh, it's scrap yarn. I'll use it for something else. But I never do. But I have a whole... I just, exactly. I have, I have a whole, whole bag full of scrap yarn. And I always look at it. Right. Like, oh, and I, I do use them sometimes for hats and things. It's just... When you don't have a lot of space, I don't want to have a whole tub... That could have new yarn in it, yeah. just be full of scraps. But that's just, you know, I think a lot of people are like that. And people make really creative things with their scraps. I think we just need to... I think I'm just more... Once I'm done with the project, I'm kind of done with that yarn for yeah. a while. So I don't want to make something else with it. Not for a while, at least. Yeah, and a lot of the yarn, I think, I buy specifically for a project. Mm-hmm. So I don't really want to use it for another project, yeah. or even at, even as a scrap. Like, I always... Unless there's, like, tons of... Unless it's, like, a staple. Right. Like, if it's Malabrigo or something, yeah. I'd probably use or it for a separate... or something. Yeah, I'd probably use it for a separate project, but, like, some of this, I'm kind of like... Well, Mad Tosh is amazing. No, Mad Tosh yeah. is great, but some of it is... Some of the other stuff is sort of like, oh, I yeah. don't know. Do I really want to? Do I really want to? And, you know, you have so little of it, you got to figure it out. No, you I'm really lazy. You like, do, I'd rather knit something else. Yeah, you do really have to think, what can I make with this? Or usually you combine it with something else. Yeah. And I'm usually on to the next thing. So if you listen to us and you want to comment, besides telling us about the weather, we would like to know, what do you do with your scrap yarn? Yeah, do you guys have, like, really cool projects or, you know, like a long-term blanket project or something? Do you donate it? Some people donate scrap yarn. Yeah, I guess donating it would be good. You could donate it, yeah. I have donated some before. I wouldn't mind donating my scrap yarn. Yeah, to maybe, like, a... 
you know, kids program or a women's shelter or something, people who want to learn. Yeah, or even, like, sometimes I think about, you know, because there's a bunch of people I know that want to learn how to knit. Right. I think that's what you can use scrap yarn for, you know, to help oh, people learn true. how to knit. Yeah. Yeah. So, we actually, I think my, our friend has been teaching some knitting lessons at... She has. Maybe she needs some yarn. We should Oh, we should her. ask her. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Remind hey, hey, Althea, when you listen to this... <laughs> Do you need scrap yarn? Do you need yarn? scrap yarn? Let <laughs> us know. That's funny. <laughs> nice. Um, are you working on anything else? Um, I'm working on that other baby... Bl- I'm just like a mess oh, of the baby... the pine litter. forest. The pine forest. And I just worked on it a little bit. And that's because it's in the... Um, the the pattern is in a row four pattern. Oh, four, four row. row repeat. Yeah, and so I when I I'm not one of those people that can stop in the middle, so I have I have to do know four. I have enough time oh, yeah, to do, do all four. four. Okay. So then I do all four and then I take a break and then maybe I can do all four. So I know that sounds crazy, well, but well. So I just never like stopping in the middle of a of a pattern oh, like that because I can't find. Yeah, sometimes you know I'm like, where was I? Where was I? And mm-hmm. it just takes me a while, and I'm like, oh, I should just do the other two, you know, rows. rows. So I'm doing that. That's coming along quite well. I how's, think I might... How's, how's Yarn Watch? Happen? Yarn Watch is okay, because I haven't worked on it. I looked at all the yarn... I looked at all the yarn yesterday when I worked on it, mm-hmm. and I thought, ooh, this is going to be tight. So <laughs> we're going to see. I think I'm going to be knitting the that one, actually, um... You can make it like two Next color week. or something. Yeah, I, I might. Know. Yeah, I might try to find like a corresponding color. Yeah, like another neutral, like a neutral color maybe. Yeah, or I was thinking about just like a slightly darker green. Okay. And seeing if it'll kind of gradient. Right, right. Into it look like a gradient yeah. or something. So we'll see how that goes. Um, <laughs> uh, we'll know soon enough because I only have two and a half balls left. So oh, how yeah. So I'm halfway through. Well, no, I'm. I'm I'm less than halfway through. I okay. had six balls. I you had six, okay. I had six. No, if you only had two and a half left, that means you worked. Oh, no, I had five. Oh, you had five. I had five. So yeah. you are halfway. I am halfway. So how how big is it now with, with two and a half balls in it? Uh, it's not that small. Okay. It's it's just um, because, again, it's really hard to tell because Sublime is so bouncy. It is very round. So when I, yeah. when I like, block it, I think it's going to be way bigger than I thought it was going to be, right? Okay. Because it's so bouncy, it's just real stretch. Wow. It's well, all stretch. It's, We're going to see a, it's a lace pattern, too, so it will open up a little. Yeah. Okay. So fingers crossed, everyone. <laughs> fingers crossed. But those are the two things that I'm working gonna on. It's going to be, a, like, a baby lap. Like I know. I'm real sad, too, because I really want to start that project, that knit-along. Oh, the Great Divide? Yeah. Yeah, and I can't. I promise myself I can't. I gotta finish a project before I start. I also have to start a hat for the fifteen and fifteen. Yes, so much knitting. So much to be knitting. Done. Yeah. How about you? You're working uh, on something else too, right? No, I think this is it. I mean, I have a Focusing bunch of projects, but I've been. Yeah, it's only been a week, and since I've been sick, I haven't done a ton of knitting. There's been a lot of sleeping. Yeah. Yeah. Understood. So, uh, hopefully, I will do some more this weekend because I feel a lot better uh, today and. You know, hopefully I'll get some stuff done. Sounds good. Yeah. Um, that's all we have for Whip It. Whip It. No faux show. I don't have any faux show. Oh, I do have a faux show. Woo, faux show! <laughs> so, I know it's only been a week, but I... Literally, I finished this project five minutes before I came here. Oh, so lucky! I know. I just, I really wanted to have something that's awesome. to show you guys, because, um... You know, wanted to have something interesting, and I figured this was pretty good motivation. So, hang on, let me finish this row first so I can get my project out. <clears throat> but it's not a huge surprise, but it's the Rose City Roller Socks, the ones that I was working on last week for my mom. 
Oh, nice. Yes. I'm glad those are done. Yes. And That's exciting. It is exciting. and They're so cute. I finished these this morning. Now, did you have a lot of yarn left over? Um... These are these are inklet socks. Yeah, and they're so small. And they used I, I weighed them actually right before I came over here. So they used forty four grams. Okay, total. And I had two balls of the Lorna's laces, but I knew this was only going to take one, so I only wound up one because one ball is fifty grams. And uh, my mom's feet, like I said, are slightly smaller than mine, so uh, she's about probably like a six and a half. So if you have, I think if you have like a probably six and a half to maybe seven or seven and a half foot you could probably get away with like a 50 gram ball which is awesome yeah that's really that's like you know sometimes you just want like one ball of something you know and it's not 100 grams you know yeah and so uh these i just woven the ends but they're all you know they're kind of scrunched up right now they're not blocked or anything they're super cute and this was the Lorna's Lace is Shepherd Sock in the Dandelion colorway. I love that color. And, yeah, the, the patterning came out kind of almost self-striping looking. And they actually matched really well. They do match really Somehow. Well. They, yeah. They, they look like they almost match. And <clears throat> I did the smallest size, which was 56 stitches. And I used size zero needles. This yarn is a little thinner than the Shibui I used for my last pair. So I think if I was going to do these again with like a like a slightly lighter fingering weight yarn, I would probably go up a size to the sixty stitch. Yeah, they still fit. They're just like really fitted, which is fine. Yeah, you know because they're socks. Um, Super cute. Yeah, so I have like a good a good a ball left. It's, it's like I'm probably gonna put it in my sock yarn blanket. Kimberly's like nodding really seriously. I am. I'm looking at that going sock yarn blanket. Good idea. How to use scraps. Yes, exactly. And so this is cool. I'm excited. I'm, again, I'm not sure if I'm going to like wait for Christmas or something to give to my mom or if I'm just going to give them to her the next time I see her. Yeah, because it's, it's August. Yeah. It's a long time to wait. Then again, I bought your Christmas gifts like a month ago. Right. So. My mom's kind of funny too. Maybe I'll give them to her and she'll be, you know, she'll Maybe she'll want me to save them for Christmas. Just, just wrap them now. You know what? You should save them for Christmas because it's been so hot, and I think it's going to be hot still. Like, she may not... I wonder if she's going to wear them right away, necessarily. I just kind of wanted yeah. to have them, you know? Yeah. We'll see. And, uh... It's hard because whenever... I, I feel like whenever you finish something, you're, like, really anxious to give it to the person. Right. And they're yeah. like, I want you to see what I did! And then when, when you have to give them to them later, it's kind of, like, anticlimactic. Right. But, I mean, I haven't done any Christmas shopping yet, so maybe I should save it. Maybe you should save it, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And, uh, yeah, this is a really fun pattern. Again, this is my second pair. I'm trying to think if I'm going to start another pair if I should focus on some other socks. Because these are just so easy. They knit up so fast. Because they're so short. Yeah. You don't have a whole giant leg to deal with. But, I mean, I do like regular, you know, long socks, too. So, we'll see. But those are done. Yay! Yay! I've been working on them, I feel like, a long time. <laughs> I think you've been working on them a long time. Yeah. It's just because you've done two pairs back-to-back. Right. So. I mean, I yeah, I work on a lot of things at once, so it takes me a while yeah. to finish something. So, yeah, that's awesome. That's my only F.O. Uh, do you have any cued? Did you cue Cued. I did cue just one thing. And that's good. I didn't cue anything. I no. did go on Ravelry, though. You did? I did. I went on Ravelry, and I stalked. Oh, good. Which was nice. Stock some patterns? Friendly stocking. Yeah. I stocked some people. I just stocked, I just stocked patterns in general, just looking around and stuff, so, you you know. Were you looking for anything sort of in particular, like, of, you know, category of patterns? I was looking for, um, I think shawls. 
Okay. Which is silly because I have all these shawls, <laughs> shawl patterns. So I yeah. don't know. I just like looking at what people are doing with color. Okay. So I like to pull with multiple different kinds of color and stuff. Okay. Yeah, color work. So okay, that's all. Cool. Well, I'm still like I'm still in a, a shawl space too, and I queued another shawl. And this was after watching a new to me podcast called or video cast called uh, Stitch in Sweden. Oh, nice. And I mean, I think she's in Sweden, and it's a really cute podcast. But she was working on a shawl called Blom, <laughs> nice B L O M by Mandarines, and she. What does that mean? Do we know what that means? I know. I don't know. I don't know what it means. Account it's B the letter B Mandarines though on Instagram, and um, yeah, this shawl is I think it's a half circle or a crescent shaped, mm-hmm. and it's just fingering weight. There's a I think there's a eyelid pattern in it. It just looked really simple, and uh, Stitch in Sweden was using, I think, some really pretty hedgehog fibers yarn. I think it was more the yarn that caught my eye. Right. It was this really pretty pinky lavender with speckles in it, and it just made me want it. Yeah. <laughs> so I went online to look up the pattern, and it's really a cute pattern. So I decided, yes, I will cue that. I hopefully have enough yarn. Um, I think it's like, it might be more than one 100 gram skein, so I'd have to find something that maybe I have two skeins of. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's kind of the only thing I queued. Um, I've been, you know, been sick, so I haven't been on Ravelry as much as I usually am. I mean, right. I've been on, I guess I just haven't been as stocky on right. it. Right. So yeah, that's what I've been queuing. And the next segment is... Retail therapy. Retail therapy. Did you buy anything last week? I have not bought anything, and I'm very proud of it. Yes. (laughs) For now. For now. For now. Well, you are going to be doing some traveling for the wedding and stuff. Yeah. Is there any yarn shopping planned? No, I don't think there'll be any yarn shopping planned. No time? Um, I don't think we'll have time, but... That's uh, that's okay because hopefully I'll get some of my current projects right finished. Finished. Okay. Yeah, because I was thinking about I was looking at my stash earlier today, and you know you find yarn that you forget you had. I was like, oh, I remember this. I really want to knit with that. Right. <laughs> so I'm kind of like rediscovering all the yarn I bought. So that's hopefully good, that'll yeah. We'll see how we'll see how long that lasts. Yeah. I'll be on like yarn.com like in five yeah, hours buying something. I always want to buy yarn. Yeah. Well the only thing I really bought was a copy of Color Wheel Knits, which is a pattern book by Vera Bellamaki. And I got an email from Cooperative Press the other day saying that they were having a sale because I think they're moving warehouses or something oh, like right. that. And so they're just having a sale, and because of that, maybe to move some stuff before they had to move all of their um, their books. And this was for physical copies. And when you buy a physical copy through them, they actually also give you a digital copy, which is really cool. And so I've been wanting this book for a while. It's a bunch of um, I like Vera Valmaki, and there's sweaters and a few accessories. And uh, I knew I wanted a print copy just because it looks really pretty. Mm-hmm. So I think that was 30% off. I mean, it's not to pay shipping and all that, but mm-hmm. um, but I didn't care. And so I bought that, and I haven't gotten the physical copy yet, but they did send me the digital copy. And um, 
they usually send you a I'm not sure how their system works right now. I think they're trying to fix it. But they just send you a link to the digital copy that you can just download. But if you email them and you give them your order number and ask and give them your Ravelry ID, they will go into Ravelry and gift you. Oh, so you can keep it in your library. Yeah, so you can keep yeah. it in your library. I think they're working on a system where if you buy it online, it'll like... Maybe if you give them your Ravelry ID, it'll automatically gift it to you. That way you don't have to put in a separate request. But it was super easy. I, I mean, I just emailed, uh, I think, the customer service and, you know, gave them my order number and my Ravelry ID and, and asked them to do it. And they did it really quickly. So, Great. so that's cool. So I'm excited uh, about that. I, I haven't really looked through it too much yet. I, I'm waiting for the physical copy so I can really... You know, enjoy the photography and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, but I haven't bought any uh, yarn or anything like that because I bought so much last time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yay. Yay. Not a ton of retail therapy, which is good for us. It's very nice. And, um... Events. Events. There's an event. There's an event. I just found out about this, so I just want to let you guys know. I'm not sure if we're going to go to this, but because I, I haven't even told you about it yet, but... Uh, I saw on Instagram the other day that Yarn of the House will be having a trunk show at Gather in downtown L.A. Uh, That's a local Los Angeles shop in downtown L.A. um, on September 12th, and that's from 4 to 7 p.m. That sounds nice. We are big fans of y'all. Yes, we are. And I went to the one recently that they had at Unwind, uh, but it looks like they'll be back if any of you guys missed that one or want to go again because they bring their sort of exclusive uh, gradient kits, the puppies they call them, mm-hmm. that I, I got a couple um, there so and at Vogue Knitting, but they're pretty limited and you can only kind of get them sort of in person at events and I know they're highly coveted. So if you missed out at Unwind and want to try again, definitely check out Gather on September 12th. Gather's the one um, upstairs, right? Yes, it's upstairs from the the last bookstore. The last bookstore, which is a really cool, funky, used and new bookstore in downtown. It's It's a beautiful place. I mean, even if you just go to Gather to see see it for a second, you should definitely wander the around the last bookstore. Yes, the bookstore is very nice. Gather is actually pretty small. Yeah. It's very well... Very cute. It's well curated, but it's a small space, so you should definitely make some time to check out downstairs, though. Yeah. And there's tons of good eating downtown, so... Yeah, it's I nice. highly recommend it. I don't know. We haven't discussed it, so... You didn't you didn't go to the online event, so... No, because I couldn't get there in time. In time, yeah. So, I don't know. We can discuss this. Is that on Saturday? It might be. I feel like it might be just because it's uh, from 4 to 7. Yeah. Let me look at my calendar really quick. It is probably... I think it is a weekend. They do a lot of events on the weekend, which is nice because it makes it much easier to get to. Yeah. It's on Saturday? It's on a Saturday. Yeah, I don't see why not. Yeah, so we might go go to that. We'll let you guys know closer to the date if we're really going to be there. um, And Gather's a really nice yarn store. Yeah, but if you're local, definitely check it out because uh, y'all have some beautiful yarns and you definitely want to see them in person because a lot of the colors are, the color differences are really subtle sometimes between their shades and it's I think it's nice to see them in person to pick out which one you you know really like. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And it's also really good. I want to mention um, mm-hmm. 
this is this is sad actually, but I want to mention um, the Joanne's in Santa Monica, California is yes. closing. I drove by there the other day, and there's a closing sign. Mm-hmm. So if you live in the area, um, you might want to check it out. They said store closing sale. That sucks. I just yeah. went there. It's it's a big one. It's, it's a nice big Joanne's. It's off Lincoln, and so if you're in the area or you're native to or know Los Angeles. It's the Joann's in Santa Monica. They're having a store closing sale. We're very sad. Do you know about what's it. on sale? I don't. I haven't okay. gone in yet. Um, but I, it's a very big store. I mean, it is. I a, it's, it's a very big space. Yeah, you should go look if you're. If you're well, another in, another sad, sad. news. Um, we I just got a newsletter or something that uh, said that uh, a sewing store near us called uh, Sew LA. It's super sad. Which is an Atwater Village. Just again, this is pretty local, so if you have to be local, is closing, uh, I think at the end of October, mm-hmm. which is a real bummer because they're a cute, a really cute shop too. Um, I think they closed their retail space earlier this year and we're just doing classes. But you've taken classes there, haven't you? Yeah, taking classes, and they were fantastic classes. Yeah, and so... Really, really good. It's just a, it's just a bummer. I mean, you know... It's hard to stay in business when you're, you know, you have a retail space these days. And uh, they have some classes. They still have classes up until the end of October. So if you're local and, you know, want to take a class there before they close. Um, we, I know, suggest, I recommend it. Yeah, Their teachers are wonderful. I really, do, like, recommend it. And I've been to the actual, you know, when they had a retail space. Uh, the shop itself was really nice and everyone was really cool there. So, you know, support them in their, um, you know, before they close. And I know the owners are, you know, planning other things, but it's just kind of a bummer that they, you know, they couldn't keep it open any longer. So, yeah. Yep. Support your local, uh, you know, stores, peeps. Yeah. <laughs> if you can, so you know. Gone. If you can, when you can. So, um, I think that's it for um, our regular segments. But um, since it's a little shorter than usual and Kimberly's got some travel knitting coming up uh we want to talk about uh do you know what you're packing i want to know what you're packing, what am I packing? i think so i think here's you the, said you can't bring the blanket you can't big. bring the big blanket this is what happens with me with travel knitting uh, i never want to i never knit well true i don't knit but you have to bring it i have to bring it just in case in case but usually i don't knit so i try to bring something really small mm-hmm. and i usually bring i want to bring like three or four projects but of course this is never a good idea so yeah this is what i do yeah so <laughs> not for me because i know that if i do knit i'm gonna knit you one, know, one, one thing, thing and maybe it'll be for like 10 minutes so i am going to bring the pine forest baby blanket oh you are it's not too big for you it's not too big which is obviously what we're concerned about right <laughs> given the yarn True. that i have left but also would be really good for this traveling um so i'm gonna bring that and i'm hoping this is very bold but i'm hoping that i will be done knitting it by the end of the trip by the end of the trip oh so you really think you're gonna i'm really gonna try to i'm really gonna focus knitting on this there's a lot going on um, mm-hmm. because this weekend. during this trip yeah, yeah but there's going to be a lot of downtime I think mm-hmm. and I don't actually I don't believe that I won't have time to knit on this trip okay with with this right for like the first few days so are you going to bring anything else just in case like nope. in case you run out of yarn nope really just bring in this it's bold I know oh my god it's bold but you know what happened last time I took a trip yeah. I took a trip um, for business last year and usually I knit a little bit, right? But this was the trip that I brought, like, two different projects, and I thought, I'm definitely going to knit because I'm going on a trip for business. Like, I don't know anyone. Like, right. we're not going to hang out after work, you know? So right. like, I'm going to have all this free time. 
and I did have a lot of free time, and I didn't knit at all, because I usually am sitting, like, in the hotel room, and and I'm watching TV, and I'm just not knitting, or I'm reading. I don't really watch a lot of TV in hotel rooms. Yeah, this is usually so, bad TV. Yeah, it's usually bad TV, and I'm kind of stuck in a hotel room, and, and then I did go out with some coworkers and stuff, so I... That's what happened, and I had brought all this knitting, and I didn't. T- I didn't even touch it on the plane when I had went. Wow! So that's, that's why I usually. Of, that's when I usually do it. If there's it. if there's a plane involved, I'm usually pretty early. Yeah. So that's why I think that it'll it'll be fine to just you know take. I'm trying to pack light, so okay. I'm just gonna take what the one project and see what happens. Wow. Okay. I know. I know. I'm like. No, that's that's risky to me. I know. Well, we'll see if I even work on it. I do plan on working on it, but right. you know how these things go. Okay. So oh. my luck, it'll be. You know what's gonna happen is I'll be I'll be somewhere. And I'll be like I'm gonna knit, and then I pull it out, and someone's gonna want to sit and talk to me, and I I can't really knit with this. Right. I can't really knit and talk on this one on this at one, the same right. time. It's, it's not, not like a social knitting. Harder. Yeah, it's not even that complicated, but it's just I know that after a few stitches I'll be lost. That's why I feel like you should bring one that's like garter. I know, or a hat or something. Know, but the blanket is too big. <sighs> I really want to bring the blanket, but the blanket's way too big. Yeah, the, yeah, this one's too big. Yeah. Okay. All right, well, I guess we'll get a report when you um, come back on how this went. Yeah. Okay. We'll see. Okay. So we're done with all the knitting segments uh, for this week, and we're going to move into non-knitting segments. Reading and watching, so thanks for listening. Yeah. Um, we hope you stick around. <laughs> okay, what are you reading, Kimberly? I just read the fun a fun book. Yes. Um, it is called The Royal We. Oh, yes. I saw you reading that the other day. And that's day. The Royal, R-O-Y-A-L, new word, we, W-E, The Royal We. we. And it yes. is about, and it's by, I'm sorry, it's by Heather Cox and Jessica Morgan. Yes. And it is a fictionalized account of a certain prince mm-hmm. who meets... A certain girl in college, hmm. and they fall in love, and they and the the relationship that yeah. ensues. Right. So it's it's obviously loosely based on Kate and Will. Mm-hmm. Um, although in this book, the girl's American, which I found quite funny because I'm American, of course, and Muffin is British. Yes, so that's funny for me. Nice um, parallels. Parallels. Uh, the writing is very funny. It's totally charming. Um, if you like, if you're interested in the royal family at all, it's kind of fun. Uh, it's just like a good summer beach read. Mm-hmm. It's big. It's maybe it's over 400 pages. It's like 450 pages, like small print. I mean, it's but it, it is quite nice, and it takes place all through their college years and then after their college years. Oh, so it's there's a lot of drama. Quite a long period of time. Yeah, and it's it's very sympathetic to to the girl as well because you know she's kind of thrown into this just because she likes him and she loves him you know she's thrown into this whole world that is not a normal world I would it sounds fun but I would never want to marry into or be in a relationship with someone like in a royal family that sounds really crazy yeah Yeah. and that's what one of the girls in the book says she actually says you know marrying Nick who's the character she said that's a full time job like she the girl had to give up all of her jobs and her Mm -hmm. hobbies and everything she's like no this is a full time job you are like the spokesperson and um, you know head of the royal family right you know what I'm saying yeah it's crazy so I thought you know I'm not particularly obsessed with Will and Kate or the royal family 
Um, Iron Muffin's always laughing because whenever anyone meets him, they find out he's English. They, like, want to talk about the royal family, and he's like, people are into I don't them. care about the royal family. <laughs> um, but it's just, yeah, it's just kind of fun. It's a fun book. I recommend it. I gave it four stars on Goodreads. Nice. I think it's um, it's very charming and lovable. The, she has, the girl has a twin sister. Twins! With it, which is, like, awesome. I love twin sisters and, and twins in general. But, yeah, there's, like, some really like not nice stuff that goes on in this book in regards to like oh. press and backstabbing and media you know it it sort of it makes it it makes marrying a prince sound really really hard work so right. so and these two um these two authors are bloggers <clears throat> yeah they, <clears throat> sorry um they um, they write how uh, go fuck yourself mm-hmm. which is sort of a it's just like a funny sarcastic kind of blog where they sort of critique, uh, you know, famous fashions, you know, mm-hmm. and they're really funny. I've, I've been a fan of Go Fuck Yourself for a while, and I actually know someone who is friends with them, oh, like, nice. good friends with them. And well, you tell them that the book is really cute. Okay. I liked it a lot. It's yeah. really good. Yeah. In yeah. fact, you should read it. Okay. You can lend it. They read, they wrote another, wrote another book, too, before this. Yes, they did, but I don't, I haven't read that one I forget yet. what that one was called, but they, they have written a couple of, um, books, but, uh, yeah, yeah, they're bloggers, which is, is fun. It's fun, and I also didn't realize they were American. Oh, yeah, they're American. Which is really nice, because <laughs> usually when you have, when you have, sometimes when you have, like, an American trying to do, like, a British, oh, boy, it's like, so oh, like, that, they, so, they don't say that. I'm not really an expert, but I just think, like, would my husband or my husband's friends, who now I've known for quite a deal of time, or my English family, would they say this? Mm. And I'm always like, no, they wouldn't no. say this. Or, yes, they would definitely say this, right? So, it's not, so, so, this was very natural. Okay. Oh, I guess they did a good job about that. They did. They did Yay. a great job. I really liked it. Excellent. I, I recommended it, um, you know, who read it, our friend read it. When she, oh, yeah. Yeah, because she had said, oh, I want this book. I just finished it. So she read it before me. I gave her my copy before I read it, and I was like, because she's like, oh, I want something that's fun, and I need, I'm need. i dying to read something that's, and I gave her that, and she loved it. Yeah. She devoured it. Good. She devours things. I like fun. I like, sometimes it's good to read something sort of not super serious, and it's just... Just fun and... And there's a lot of heart in it, too. I was surprised by... And maybe I'm just emotional. I'm totally emotional. But I was reading, like, the end of it, like, two days ago, and I'm crying. I'm, like, getting, like, teary-eyed. I'm like, oh, my God, it's so beautiful. Oh, my God, what are they going to do? It was, like, silly. I'm like, what? I haven't cried for... I think the last book I cried at was, like, Me Before You, where I was hysterical. Yes, by Jojo Moyes, which is also uh, lovely. Lovely, and, and it's going to be a movie. Yeah, and it's going to break your heart. So. It's going to break your heart. But that was the last book, and then I'm crying at the Royal Wii, and I'm like, what? So, <laughs> guess I've become the girl that cries at, like, telephone commercials. I don't um, know. I know a lot of those girls, actually. Yeah. <laughs> um, what are you reading? Um, I finished Magic Shifts, which I was reading last week. By, yeah, By Lona Andrews, I finished that. The obsession I, is real, I people. know. I, has a great obsession. I dragged it out for about four or five days, but I finally finished it. Good for you. And it was really good. It was really fun. And uh, I can't wait for the next one, which I don't even know. Probably be another year or two, sadly. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I finished that. And nice. then what else? I started... Oh, I'm about halfway through... Uh, a book that you're also reading called The Beach. 
Yes. By Alex Garland. And by what she means by reading, she means got from the library and has my bookmark on page uh, one. Okay. Well. <laughs> Not reading yet? I'm about halfway through. Oh, good. <clears throat> and, uh. About halfway Alex Garland. Faster than me. I know. <laughs> Alex Garland is the guy who I think wrote and directed Ex Machina, which we both. Love. Really love. Love. And he's written a lot of stuff, um. He's written other books, I think, but he's also written a lot of screenplays for Danny Boyle. Yeah. Who I also really like as a director. And so this book was also made into a movie, I think back in 2000 or so. With Leo! With Leonardo DiCaprio. And I never saw it. Uh, which is kind of good, because I, I I wanted to go into this without... I heard the book is different than knowing anything. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I heard it's different. I, I think I'll watch the movie after mm-hmm. I read this. This is our book club book for this month. Yeah. And so I have, like, 72 hours to read it. Yes. I could do it. I, you could, if I you actually it. start it. Yeah, I'll... I mean, I could do it. You could. Yeah. And, and it's really interesting. It, it's about um, a traveler, Rich, who is traveling in Thailand, and it's kind of actually vague, because I don't know why he has so much free time. He seems to just be traveling, mm-hmm. you know, for weeks and months on end. That must be nice. Right. And he, I don't want to give anything away, but they find their way to this, you know, hidden beach, and there's sort of society set up there. It's not, like, you know, a huge thing. It's only, like, 30 people or something, and it's all idyllic, and... You know, people just living off the land and, you know, stuff like that. And But I'm, I'm assuming something sinister, sinister or just weird is going to happen soon. I just don't know what I'm... And about halfway through, it's just kind of... And it's not boring or anything. It's just that nothing too crazy has happened yet. But it does seem odd, you yeah. know, like yeah. the speech and these people. Um, I've gotten to a point where it's, it's getting kind of, like... Things are seeming a little weird. Yeah. I think stuff's going to start happening. Cool. Yeah. So I'm enjoying that. But Good. I, I definitely plan to finish it uh, by the time book club. Before book club. Yeah. Usually I'm really slow with book club where I start it like two days before the meeting and I have to rush. Just like you, what you're going to do. What I'm going to do this week. Yeah. But I, I actually wanted to start this one early and I did and I'm glad I did because I've been sick and I've been reading really slowly so I, I needed that extra time. Awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, that's kind of all I've been reading. I mean, it's only been about a week, so... Yeah. Are you reading anything else? No, I just did the Royal Week, and it took what? me a long time. Oh, wow. Yeah. You read really fast. I thought you would have, like, seven books by the time I do, but it's pretty dense. It's, like, way denser than you think it's going to be. Okay. It's very strange. Okay. Yeah, but I liked it a lot. Okay. What are you watching? I am not watching any TV. I've got something else to talk about. Oh, okay. Cool. What am I watching? I watched a really interesting movie called The Railway Man, and this is... Is it older? It's from 2013. Oh, okay. And it's a movie with Colin Firth and Nicole Kidman. Oh. And I knew nothing about this movie, but a friend of mine had caught it on cable, and she liked it so much that she recorded it um, and asked, you know, a few of us, a few of her friends to come over and watch it. And so we did, and I really knew nothing about this movie except that it had Colin Firth and Nicole Kidman in it. And it's based on a true story uh, about a man named Eric Lomax, and he I think he wrote some book, a book or yeah. two, and he was in World War II with, uh, I think, a regiment or something, and they were captured by uh, the Japanese. I don't actually remember where they were, uh, but they were captured and were prisoners of war, mm-hmm. and it kind of is told in flashback. 
because he meets Nicole Kidman, everything seems cool, they end up getting married, he's older, you know, he's home for it. Yeah. And, but then it's apparent that he has, like, problems, yeah. because he starts waking up in the middle of the night, you know, screaming and doing weird things. Yes, but he, he doesn't mention any of this to Nicole and Kidman before they get married, and so, you know, clearly she's worried. Yeah. And so she uh, ends up talking to one of his friends who was in the camp with him, and, you know gets him to sort of tell her at least some of what happened because you know she wants to help him but she's you know she can't live like this he's you know being really weird and you know and he's just not himself and it's because he can't talk about it or he won't talk about right. it and that's funny that they start in that movie yeah together because i just watched them the other day i mean like a while ago a couple months ago now but in before i go to sleep oh yes which i haven't seen yet yeah. it's also based on a book yeah <laughs> and but so, they were a married couple in that too yeah so it was really it, were they Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, if you don't, if you haven't read Before I Go to Sleep, you uh, it's pretty good. It's good. It's, it's an interesting good. movie. Yeah. I mean, book. And so this one was actually, yeah, it's sort of about just sort of what happened to him and uncovering sort of that. Is he playing himself <clears throat> years earlier? No. It's Is a, another actor? Yes, yes. Because he's young in the flashbacks. Okay. He's like in his probably 20s or something. And, and that actor's really good, too. I can't remember his name right now, but I think we figured out that he might have been the main uh, character in War Horse. Did you ever see that movie? That Disney I movie? I didn't. Okay. But yeah, I know who you're, who you're talking about. Right. Yeah. Okay. And he was very good, too. And nice. it's just sort of about figuring out all the bad stuff that happened to him and how he's dealing with it, but also how he comes to terms with it, because you also see later um, that one of the people, the Japanese people who was in the camp with him who was actually one of his sort of torturers. Mm -hmm. He wasn't really a torturer. He was a translator. and But he's translating what, you know, more people are interrogating him and torturing him. So, yeah. you know, he's there and he knows what's happening, you know. Yeah. But they find out later that he actually is alive and wasn't, you know, imprisoned, or, you know, because when um, the war ended, a lot of those people who end up torturing people, you know, were tried for war crimes, but this guy wasn't. And he, he's how he deals with that because he's still so angry, you know? Right. And it sounds really intense, but the movies are actually really not as intense as it sounds and it is ends up being an uplifting movie. Okay. What we're watching, my friend kept saying, it's no, it's not as depressing as it looks so far. It's gonna be, you know, uplifting. And it, it is. Um, yeah, it was really interesting. It's just not something that was on my radar at all. Right. But I'm kind of glad I watched it. Cool. Yeah. So you didn't watch anything. What did I you... didn't watch anything because last night I went to see Taylor Swift on oh. the 1989 World Tour. Oh my God. It was awesome. Yes, Kimberly loves Taylor Swift. I do love Taylor Swift because I'm secretly a 16-year-old girl. I love Taylor Swift. Um, even if you don't like her songs or her music or... Um, I mean, she's... She's, she's a brilliant mastermind she's, because she... Yeah, she's amazing. Has, she's all over the place and she's like a billionaire. Well, and her fans are rabid. I mean, there is nothing like Taylor Swift fans. Mm -hmm. They will... What about Katy Perry fans? Are, I don't yeah. know. I mean, yeah, Katy Perry's fans are pretty... I don't know. Taylor Swift, like, if something happens to Taylor or someone says something against Taylor on social media, the amount of, like, craziness that ensues is... I've never oh, seen it before. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that... I don't know she, that's good, though. I don't mind it. Yeah. I mean, I'm probably one of those people. I don't say anything, but I'm always like, oh, I want to see what happens. Um... 
I don't. I think that she's she's a very very good performer. Oh yeah, and I think the shows look like they're fun. The shows are amazing, and that's the thing. Taylor has, and this is what I, I'm always saying because we I did see Katy Perry last year uh, as yeah. well, and she had a we nice show about too. It. Yeah, but she used like a lot of tracks. Oh yeah, yeah. Taylor had all live musicians. She's definitely a, a, a definitely more of a songwriter than some you know those big pop guys. stars. Yeah. yeah, and she's um, she's like got tons of musicians. They're all playing live. She's singing live. Like it's 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 a live live show. Like right. a lot of people don't do live shows anymore. If you really pay attention, they're kind of you know doing well because it's hard you know it's hard but it's also like there's like a lot to go into it with the dancing and the moving and but she's she's really really a professional and so the show just has like an amazing creative energy when you're watching it I mean there were just and she does like the older songs she does Mm -hmm. she does them in like a new way so anything she played off the new album was kind of done straight but she did stuff off her red album she did love story and that was done with like an '80s theme because the whole point of 1989—that's yeah. the year she's born in. So all everything kind of done. And this is 1989. I thought it's like all '80s, but it's she was born at the very end yeah. of the '80s, and she didn't really probably experience much of the '80s. Yeah, but although I think like maybe the end of the '80s was probably like what she used as well. Like the end of the '80s was probably the best part of the '80s because oh, yeah. like the least the early '80s was not early that, 80s was that, bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I think we had a so I took Iron Muffin. We had such a great time. It was an amazing, amazing show. If you don't get to see, then if you can, if she's coming to your city, go and spend the money and go see the 1989. I have a lot of tour. friends who actually went to see her. Not, yeah. not here, but in other places. Yeah, I mean, I've seen the Red Tour, which was good. It was, and that was really nice because Ed Sheeran opened for her, oh. and so then he we came like out. We love Ed Sheeran, and he came out and did a duet with her during her <clears throat> piece. Last night she had two special guests. One was um, Ryan Tedder, okay, from One Republic, and they yes. sang his song, his One Republic song, and it was amazing. And he sounded great. And then halfway through the show, Kobe Bryant comes on stage, and he grabs the mic, and she's like, oh, he was just going to come in and wave, and he, he said, this is, after her Staples run, she's got a five-night Staples run right now, sold out every night, this will be 12 consecutive, I think, sold out shows at Staples that no one has ever done before. Right. So they gave her a banner, so she has now a Taylor Swift most sold out performances ever banner. Wow. In Staples Center. They unveiled it last night and it's near all the Laker banners. Wow, that's cool. It's pretty intense. I mean, that's, I don't know, that's pretty intense. So She's very successful. She's super (laughs) successful and she she did a a fabulous show. So, I mean, I wasn't, I am, I'm an early bird. I go to bed at like nine o'clock. I'm like an old lady. I was up until like one o'clock last night. (laughs) Dropping out to Taylor Swift. She sang for a good two and a half hours. Her show was a good two and a half hours. It was like brilliant and there were, Oh my god, it was so good. So anyway, yeah. That's what I want to talk about. Okay. I'm super, super excited. I wish I could go again. Why can't I go again, Twee? I don't know why you can't. Oh, and you know what's really cool? They all gave us these white wristbands. So we sit down, and, and the woman, the person who sits us, she goes, those are free, those are yours. She points to them. And I'm like, oh, these aren't ours. And she goes, no, they're for you. And so I was I was teasing Iron Muffin because I was like, we're just, like, mindless. Like, we just, like, oh, okay, and we take it and we put it on. It's like that Josie yeah. and the Pussycats movie. Yeah, it's like we just take it and put it on, and we're like, do-do-do. We don't know what they do. We don't know what they, like, it's what happens. you. Yeah, and then we take the little slip out for the battery to be activated. We're just sitting there, sitting there, and then all of a sudden the show starts. And they light up, so they're sequenced with the lights of the show. Ah. So at a couple times, like, everyone has different colors depending on the show lights. Mm-hmm. And they blink in and out with the beat. Interesting. And different sections are lit up. 
Like it was wow. really cool. I still have mine. Um, it's in the it's in the bedroom. I wonder what it's gonna sing to now. Though. I know. Right? We were like, we're so mindless. Like we're like, oh okay, right? Like they could be like moving into our brain. Yeah, like, telepathically or something. Exactly. We're like, we're at a Taylor Swift concert. We're gonna wear these things. Right? I have no idea what they are. Like, oh my god! <laughs> but it was beautiful too because at one point they're all white. You know, so you just have all these white lights mm-hmm. looking like. It's just gorgeous. And she did that, she said, on purpose because, not only because it's fun, but she said, I can see everybody. Like, Staples, I think, sold 15,000 people. It's a very big venue. It's a big venue, 15,000 people. She sold out five nights. She's like, I wanted to see every single person on the tour, and she can now with these lights. Wow. So, it was was really, really fun. Well, I'm glad you had fun. Thank you. I wish I could go again. Why can't I go again? Um, because other people need to go and because it costs a lot of money. It does. I told Iron Muffin, I was like, well, I was like, it's okay because the next tour, I'm going to, he's just like, okay, like, like she's, she's lost now. Like yeah. there's definitely, you know, yeah. you see like one band and then you're like, you oh, okay, you're done. I don't know. I might be. Yeah. I think that's what they're called. There's like Katie Cats and Swifties. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's kind of, it's just kind of funny. It's like, yeah. oh, you know. Well, Katie we'll Perry and Taylor Swift are enemies, so. I know, they don't get along. You can't it's so sad in my world. I know. In my world, they still get along. Yeah, it's true. But, you, you know. know. Yeah, but it was really, really fun. Good. I'm glad. Well, I think that's all we have to talk about. Uh, that's all for today. I know it was a bit of a mishmash, but hopefully it was a little entertaining. It was longer than we thought it was Yeah, <laughs> and it'll hold you over <laughs> until, uh, Kimberly is back and we can um, have more knitting talk. Yeah. And we uh, hope you guys have a really great couple of weeks and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Okay, sounds good. Bye guys. Bye guys. You can find all the show notes at twistedstitchespodcast.blogspot.com. You can find me, Twee, on Ravelry and Instagram as fishgoal182 and Kimberly on Ravelry as Kimberly Buggy. You can also find our Ravelry group as Twisted Stitches.